Hey everyone, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, December 7th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit kevinwhite.us to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I'm here with my brother in Christ, friend, board member, Dr. James Jernigan of the Cornerstone Chiropractic uh, center. I always want to say network for some reason. Cornerstone Chiropractic Center in Cary, North Carolina. How are you, brother? Doing great. You're just prophesying over the last uh, <laughs> few episodes. You're just thinking. You're like, there's going to be a network. Yes, yes. It. Maybe, so maybe that's that's that prophetic. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I welcome everyone on YouTube. If you're watching right now, you can see this interview. But if you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we welcome you to today's audience. I hope you have been a part of the audience for the last couple of weeks because I really believe God wants to do something in your life that really is going to require a changing of your mind, perhaps. It did in my life. If you can accept it without the fight that I gave God, then praise God. I hope no one has to fight the way that I fought God in this area. We are talking about biblical prosperity, biblical prosperity. I'm not here to tell you what I think or to ask Dr. James to tell you what he thinks. We are here to really try to understand what our Heavenly Father thinks in the area of prosperity and to apply it, to live it uh, in our life. Last week, uh, we sort of went out on a high note of really looking at the vision of the possibility of of there being a call of God for biblical prosperity that that did not lead to to corruption or to greed. And, And I really believe that God's showing me in His Word that if we can get beyond those those traps, there are real traps, but once you address those traps, you can actually get to the provision of God in the area of prosperity. Dr. James, I'm going to just give some time over and just let you unload any story or, or anything that God's been showing you in this area. And then I'll yeah, come back. Absolutely. So if you did not hear last week's episode, and I'll even go further, if you haven't started from the very beginning, every single episode's really building on the next to build this this good whole uh, global picture of what we're really talking about. So some of the things that we're talking about, it has better context or more context in prior episodes as well. But what Pastor was saying in the last, they, right at the end of the last episode, I almost wanted to just wave him down and say, hey, let's talk for another half hour. You just keep going. Um, because it's so, so good. So rewatch it, re-listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just 
allow it to so meditate in that because there's so much truth that came out of those uh what he said praise the lord you know when we're talking about corruption and we're talking about manipulation or we're talking about good things that are actually in a in a bad context or in being misused it can be corruption like he said uh i believe you said corruption is prosperity out of context right mm -hmm. is that what you said or how did you corruption say is like, prosperity at other people's expense other people's expense yeah yes so when we're filled with god's presence and we're whole we don't have to symptom manage our motives as much because we're coming from this whole pure place if we're coming from this place of we believe that we have to earn god's love so mm -hmm. that he can bless us we i just want you to know that that's that's trying to manipulate God. Mm -hmm. But if yes. you're coming with pure motives to be one with God, be filled with his Holy Spirit and go and love and serve and set people free, your motives are going to be from a pure place because you're coming from a pure place. Mm -hmm. But if just like we talked about the fruits in prior uh, prior episodes, if you just want God for his fruit, that is a toxic relationship. If mm -hmm. you if I if I approach my wife and I just want her for her cooking dinner or something like that. I mean, that is, uh, come on. That's mm -hmm. no life that, we, that we're that we really drawing into. Right. But if I really want to be with her and experience life with her, mm -hmm. all those other things are amazing byproducts in the right context. And so as we are unpackaging um, prosperity, if we're, uh, as we're unpackaging these things, keep coming back to God's presence. God's presence in the present moment, that is where we find this ultimate freedom that all things other, all those other things are going to flow to. Mm -hmm. We talked about um, how it's not, it's not a prosperity if it's at another person's expense. Mm -hmm. Well, let me flip the equation on you. It's also not prosperity for other people with you at the expense. Mm -hmm. So just like we don't um, try to use other people don't bless other people with the intention of you being um, abused or you suffering for that. Mm -hmm. um, the equation is just not uh, already like it's not it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. So if we can get back to the truth, which is his presence, then we can start to look at this whole future that we're painting and we're going in that future from a whole place. So that means that we're going to yeah, it's it's more likely that we're going to have that pure motive. So it's not saying don't check your every single day. I'm always checking my motives because we need checks and balances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing that's coming up, and and Pastor talked about this on this la on the last episode. He said, "My house is not my house. My car is not my car. You know, those are vessels and vehicles that I can use to fulfill um, the the promises that God has put on my heart, mm -hmm. and so that I can go and, and help and, and serve other people." Mm -hmm. If you're coming from this place of you're you're not in a good place because you're not you feel like you're separate from God, you are going to start to attach to the things that He has blessed you with. Mm. The car that is going to be your car, and in your mind, you know, or uh, you know, I don't want to project anything to you, but like, like that's my car. Mm -hmm. the, oh, you know, like good thing or bad thing happens to my car, and we get really needy on this is mine, and we have to define it, and then we hold on to it such a deep level that we can actually physically get hurt or feel pain 
if something bad happens in the car or if the car breaks down or whatever happens. Mm -hmm. So what we're saying is by letting go of the attachment of all those things around you, mm-hmm. it's not saying get rid of all of those things. We're talking about letting go of the attachment to those things. Mm-hmm. When I walk into to, um, our house, I think, you know, I'm so happy and grateful for this yeah. because it opens up all of these possibilities and opportunities. Mm-hmm. And if God wanted us to move, I am at a place where I'd say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, but, it, but it's not like uh, God's really calling me to, I don't know, live in a tent or something like that, because then mm-hmm. we can, we can try to feel like God really wants to race us down to zero, mm-hmm. but we do have a loving God that we serve and he does want to bless us and wants to bless people through us. Mm-hmm. And so by being in his presence and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, and mm-hmm. as Kevin said, seeking first his presence. Mm-hmm all those other things will be given to you as well. And they're going to be coming in a place where you're not going to be attached to them and you're not going to need them. Mm -hmm. You're going to be grateful for them and you're going to be uh, excited and you're going to experience a lot of joy in those things. Mm -hmm. But again, um, we're keeping the right ratio of God is my ultimate reward and that's who I'm seeking. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I get to look outside of myself and I get to love his people. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And what I hear you really bringing us to is purpose. What's the purpose of this house, of these cars? What's the purpose for my life? What's the purpose of prosperity? God, we talked two weeks ago that God has promised choose life and prosperity. Um, The other choice is death and destruction. And so the vision of life is prosperity. The vision is not profit. Uh, that's a part of it. But if all we want out of life is just to make a profit, we're totally going to miss the ultimate gift of prosperity. And I I, I defined it and get to the point. Um, if you haven't read Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, you need to read those. But in Get to the Point, I define that we're never more prosperous, pro- prospered by God than when we are in His presence. And in Get... And in audacious generosity, I said God's more is more of himself, the presence, more for himself. So what's the purpose of prosperity? The purpose, Jesus said, I don't you know, I am about my father's business. Jesus said the son of man did not come to be served, but to seek and to save those who are lost. And so the ultimate mission of God from cover to cover of the Bible, Genesis through Revelation, is the presence of God. To get the presence of God in you and you in the presence of God. And so the the purpose of prosperity is not my comfort. So if you, you could take out of context something that I said last week or Dr. James said last week, and you can say, those guys are saying, if I serve Jesus, I'll never get sick. No, 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 we didn't say that. Don't take that out of context. I want you to understand right here and now that the purpose of prosperity is not our comfort. We laid our comfort down last week. Remember when we were talking about greed and we were talking about corruption and we said we, we surrender ourselves, we sacrifice ourselves, and we, we seek others first. Prosperity in its truest form 
is when everyone prospers, not just me, but I seek Dr. James' prosperity. And God has promised if you will seek to serve others, I will meet your need. That's the kingdom of God. Seek first the presence and everything else will be added. And so the purpose of prosperity is to fulfill the kingdom of God, the, the business of our heavenly father, the, the salvation of those people far from God. So sometimes all we want God to do is put a roof over our head. And yet God's saying, don't you care anything about a billion people in India that don't have Bibles? I mean, couldn't you ask me for, if you can trust me for uh, $300,000 in, in, in some markets for a house, can't I also give $3 billion for Bibles in India? Sometimes all we want is such a small ability from God. And I wrote about it in Get to the Point. We ask for a gift and yet he put the giver inside of us. We ask for some help, but yet he put the helper inside of us. We want a financial blessing, but he put the ATM inside of us. Prosperity is God's ultimate fulfillment of life. Not just give us a profit, not just put a roof over our head, not just food in our belly, but let's feed the hungry. Let's bring salvation to the nations. Let's go on and on and on for the kingdom of God until everyone has access to Jesus. That's the whole purpose of prosperity. And when you and I come to that agreement with God, there's no limit to what God could do in and through us. We would want business then for way beyond my family. I want you to hear that. There is a there is a calling of God to go into business to finish the task of the Great Commission. Not just, not just for my family. And it's not because he's corrupt and he doesn't care about Kevin and Shelly and our kids and our family or James and his wife and their beautiful six-month daughter. But because we are secure in Christ, we're now free to say, what about others? What about finishing the task of the Great Commission? And that's the ultimate end of prosperity. If we think the end of prosperity is wealth in my bank account, jet planes on my tarmac, houses in my estate, we're going to really treat our God as if He is so teeny tiny compared to who He is in the Bible. But if we, will, if we will just settle along with our Heavenly Father, agree with Him that the purpose of prosperity is for the Father's business, is for the advancement of the kingdom, for the good news of Jesus to go worldwide until the final three billion people, statistics show that three billion people are without Jesus today, that prosperity is needed so that, so that the kingdom of God, that's seeking first the kingdom. That's seeking first his righteousness. And then it says, it promises all these other things will be added. That's the heart I'm confident Almighty God wants me to have, wants Dr. James to have, wants you, everyone in the audience to have. Are we willing to accept his purpose for prosperity? James, what, what does God bring into mind as we close out the show? 
we are one body in Christ. Yet, so often we think of just us as one entity. And if we really think about it, we're just one cell in this body. And we're trying to fill up all of the, or we can fall into this, right? We can, we're trying to fill up so that we're good. But we're looking at it from the wrong place. Because if there's sickness in one area of the body, that can quickly spread through the rest of the body. Mm. And if you're only worried about yourself, mm-hmm. you're missing the bigger picture. And if we're praying for the whole body, if we're praying for other parts of the body that aren't saved yet, right? Like outside of um, grace, if we're, if we're just, we're missing it because we're looking too small. And like we said on another episode, um, stop quantifying or qualifying what is big and small in God's eyes, because just because it's big in your eyes, doesn't mean that it's any bigger or smaller in God's eyes. He's already done the ultimate of creating the universe. He's already done the ultimate of saving you Mm -hmm. from separation from him eternally. He's already done all those things. Mm -hmm. So you're not coming from this place of having nothing. You're coming from this place of having everything. Mm -hmm. And when you start to see it, like pastor said, like your success is my success. Mm-hmm. That also means that your hurt is my hurt mm. because we are one body. If we start seeing ourselves as a whole body mm-hmm. in Christ mm-hmm. filled with the Holy spirit, exuding the fruits. Can you imagine if all of Christians, all of the Christians in the world mm. were one with God in his presence, filled with his love, filled with his grace, filled with his mercy, filled with the fruits of his spirit. Mm. This mm-hmm. world would get saved like that. Yeah. But we're all coming from this place. Not all of us, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of times the mass majority of people are we're coming from this place of, well, I'm not good. So until I'm good, I'm not going to serve others. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the, the man that's sitting by a fireplace and he says, give me heat and then I'll give you wood. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody saying, when I get energy, then I'll start working out. No, mm-hmm. flip it. When you start working out, then you'll get energy. Amen. God, yeah. I'm just, uh, just fill me up with your love so mm-hmm. that I can, you know, be um, filled with uh, joy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, 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 no. When you seek his presence, mm-hmm. you will be filled with joy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we always, we're like, we can fall into this. I need it first, then I'll give it. And God's mm-hmm. like, listen, if you just, if you're here with me, if you're moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. right towards me, you're, mm-hmm. we're, we're one all of that is going to be answered in a split second. And he can answer all of those things in a split second Yes, in his presence. Mm-hmm. But outside of his presence, you're going to be blocking so many blessings that you could have had, had you looked outside of yourself and looked at this world and had compassion on this world, because this world is suffering. Mm-hmm. You talked about it on the other episode mm-hmm. of suicide, of depression, mm-hmm. of anxiety, of fear. All mm-hmm. of those things are rampant and they're running through mm-hmm. at a rate so incredibly high. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have this answer. Yeah. And we have this peace. Mm-hmm. We have the fruits of the spirit. And this world is desperately crying out for it. And yeah. so realize that you have so much to give this world. You have so much to offer this world because you are one with God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We'll see you again next week on The Kevin White Show. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode.
This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. kevinwhite.us.